Good morning and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour. What do we do? Legal, lawful, constitutional, tender, gold and silver, something tangible, something you can put in your hand. And it's real simple. Just give us a call, 1-800-951-0592. The lovely Arlene's in today to take your phone call, answer your questions, walk you through your order. Or go check it out online at allamericangold.com. We have a lovely website there for you. You can take a look at the product, point and click, buy, and we deliver. And then we also offer the news to disturb the comfortable. Well, we don't tell you what to think, but we certainly give you something to think about. All of this is brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group and its CEO and owner, second-generation owner. This is a family-run business. And, man, does he grind it out every single day, gets up early, gathers all that information, and then delivers it to you in what we call economics with attitude. Joe Jaquin, day four, Thursday. We're almost to the weekend. I can't believe it. How are you, man? You know, you ever have one of those days? Where you you wake up and you know you're you're getting ready to do what you do and you're like man I wish I need to go back to bed I need a do over right today I need a do do over it's funny you say that because this morning I hit the snooze button twice did you <laughs> well I'll tell you what I know I haven't talked to you about this but uh, so far you got problems with sleeping no no oh. no 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 this year one of the one of my resolutions was to get up earlier. Go to bed earlier, get up earlier, and get on the treadmill every morning, which I've done this year. And this morning, I hit the snooze button twice, and I said, no, I've got to get up. I just got to get up. I, I'm having one of those days. I'm I'm cold. You know, I, I, it, it's just brisk here. It's, I'm cold. I'm I don't like you. it. I want to go, you know, I just want to go back into my bed and get under the sheets. I do that all the time, too. I go get back under the covers and see if I can find a little more sleep. See, I never... I don't. I, you know, uh, I... Well, I'm, I do that on the weekend. I will tell you. I, I'm I'll go look early. for some more. I'm up early every day, and, and I don't know. It's just what... Nothing quite feels right. You know what else? You know what? Maybe this is probably really what happened. So I got into work this morning, and, you know, I've got my routine, right? You know, you come in, you unlock the door, you turn on the lights, and... Uh, I immediately uh, check uh, what Gold's doing, uh, get the laptop going, and, and I get ready, and I make my coffee. And I open the the cabinet, and there was no more coffee filters. That stinks. And so maybe that was really the problem. Well, now, normal people, normal people would have, Got in the car, drove to the store, and got filters. Or at least, you know, drove to like Circle K or McDonald's to, you know, get a cup of coffee to get you through. Yeah. Not you. Nah. Too much work. That's effort. That's effort. I'm not making the effort. And I had said my wife, you know, the sad part is, is my wife has the filters. Does you know good if she has it. Exactly. Exactly. Did you give her an earful yet? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Did you send her a nasty text? Hey. Of course, you know what I'm worried about is she actually put them in my car, and I just didn't know it. Oh, yeah. Have you went and checked your car this no. morning? No. Oh. That's effort. I'd have to get out and go outside. I don't want to go out there. Because you don't want any self-deprecation. <laughs> yeah. You just don't want that. <laughs> oh, my God. 
And, you know, and to go along with that poor news about you just feeling a blase on Thursday, having no coffee, Mary Tyler Moore died yesterday. Oh. You know what? I will tell you this. I think since I was in my entire life, I've always remembered her on TV. Now, I'm going to be 50 this year. I'll tell you, you know, I, I'll just tell you this. I, I always remember her. You know, her taking off her hat, throw it in the air. Who can blah, blah, blah with a smile? I don't know what the saying <laughs> was. I will also tell you this. I never watched her show. But, man, they always had her commercials. See, and you know what was funny is, is and I always thought that I must have been, because I'm 46. Right. And, every, you know, obviously Mary Tyler Moore, you know, my parents loved her. But I don't actually re- remember, you know, watching her show either. Well, you know, a, a, a show about, you know, I mean, during that era of a show about a young lady living single in a big city, and feminism was growing at the time, and she was one of the, what I would say, you know, the catalyst that was... The pioneers. Starting, ...that was starting that movement, you know, her and then Rhoda. I don't know if you remember Rhoda. You know, uh, gosh, about no, what was her name? But anyway, I, I, there were characters. Maud. Maud, yeah. All of these shows were spinoffs from, you know, one from another. So, interesting time. Sad day for America to lose Mary Tyler Moore, born 1936, passed away yesterday. Poor lady. You know, that, you know she... See, well, you never know what you really... You don't know what you're going to hear when you listen uh, to the Patriot Radio News Hour. Because, uh, quite honestly, Homer and I have no idea what we're going to say until we say it. Yeah, this is not a script. <laughs> it's so, and that, that helps so Golden I, I Silver. Don't, I don't think it no, does. Does it keep our people in the know? I well, don't know. You know what we're thinking about this morning. So the uh, speaking of what's happening today, I, I got to tell you, there was a, a bunch of economic data, a bunch of reports. We're going to get to them all, I promise. Uh, you know, we had new home sales. We had inventories. Uh, PMI. I mean, we had a bunch of stuff. Over 20,000 on the Dow. I really don't think we've touched on that. Yeah, we say yesterday you know? Dow broke 20,000. Right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, 20,098 right now. Uh, but in fact, the Dow's the only thing positive, but it's only up about 20. But we'll, we'll get to all of that as well. Jobless claims came out. We'll talk about that. And then Donald Trump in a war of words with the Mexican president. That's coming up next. You might just make it after all. Double chain the love. <laughs> I'm just, I'm out of it today. I don't know what's going on. Patriot Radio News, our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. And Donald Trump, uh, you know, yesterday obviously got ready to start building the wall and tightening up the immigration policies and getting ready for his visit with the Mexican president, I'm trying to... Uh, and he, the Mexican president, is vehemently um, saying, hey, we're not paying for that wall, man. Well, Trump has reiterated. They're going to pay. One way or another, you're going to pay. And then the the Mexican president fired back, and I was trying to find his name, and I, and I just, it's, I'm not finding it. Whatever his name may be, 
that's pretty sad. You think again? It's just not my day this morning. He said, "Hey, I'm not paying. We're not paying for it." Then Trump came out and said, "Hey, if you're if you're going to keep saying you're not paying for it, then maybe we don't need to have the meeting." How about that? How about that? And I'm just like, "Yeah, he is no nonsense. He is just he's not messing around." And and this, of course, you know, this was the world was supposed to come to an end if he was going to act like this. Right? I mean, this is what they and, – and none of that has happened. No, you're absolutely right. None of that has happened. Here's another thing I will tell you. You know, Trump was never going to run. Trump was never going to win New Hampshire. Trump was never going to release his financials. Trump was never going to win South Carolina. Trump was never going to recover from Wisconsin. Trump was never going to do all the – yet he keeps doing it. He keeps doing it. He keeps doing it. You know, the, the other thing I'll just tell you is this is, you know, he was never going to bring back manufacturing jobs. Yet, all of the signs are pointing, this is happening already. If you tell this guy you're not doing something or I'm not going to do something, but his... You know what? He's one of those guys. You may have to go reverse psychology. You with know what? Him. You're never going to repeal Obamacare. Uh, really? <laughs> right. No, but I say they're going to have to go reverse psychology. You're never going to build that wall. They need to tell them, oh, we'll help you They need to wall. tell them, dude, I will build that wall. Build that wall. And they don't go, I'm not building the wall. Right? Maybe he's one of those guys. Don't tell me what to do. But but uh, that all happened this morning, by the way. The back and forth. Uh, haven't gotten a response yet from uh, Mexico's president as to whether or not uh, they're going to go to the meeting. But I want to point out some things that lead me to believe that Mexico is going to pay for the wall. And and let me tell you why. So when you look at all of the money that comes in to Mexico, okay, where does it come from? Uh, as an example, Mexico is a you know relatively large exporter of oil, and I'm pretty sure I think we buy almost all of it. And they get about oh twenty three, twenty four billion dollars a year selling oil to the United States. Do you know, and this is uh, according to CNN, do you know how much money that uh, Mexicans send back to Mexico from the United States every year? No. Almost $30 billion every year it's remitted back to Mexico from obviously people from Mexico coming up here working sending money back home it is the number one money revenue source even higher than oil which Mexico earns 23 billion dollars in and all of that money comes exclusively from the United States they say the average remittance from Mexico is about $300. So when they go and send their wire, Mexico's most lucrative natural resource 
people that actually leave Mexico and come to the United States and send money home. And now we're talking about, you know, how is this going to happen? And I started thinking, you know, they're saying that about $20 billion will take the whole wall, that, you know, take care of the wall. I mean, if they're remitting almost $30 billion, little remittance tax. Well, I think there's an interesting point to make here. I believe that both legal and illegal Mexicans that are here that send that money back. Yeah, and let's face it, let's be fair, you're, you make a, a fantastic point. A lot of them are here legally. Yeah, but my point is this. Once the wall goes up, how do they send it back? How, 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 how do how they go back and forth? No. Right? No, 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 no. The money gets wired. No, no, no. I understand oh, oh, okay. that. Okay. But now, once we start monitoring things. Yeah. And you're mon- okay, so now we're going to charge you to wire your money back. Yes. Now a percentage is going back to our country. Right. You know, if you're going to do that. Right. You know, I see Donald Trump having his way of, hey, we're going to get that money back one way or one the other. One way or the other. Okay. And when we're talking $30 billion... I'm here to tell you, all it takes is, you know, for the Don to say like the Godfather, I just want to wet my beak a little bit. Just give us a bit back. I need a taste. We need a taste. That's all we're well, saying. But you know what? It puts things in perspective, though. That money was earned here, but not spent here. And you start thinking about, you know, as we struggle economically and, and with GDP and, and all of that, uh, take it... Uh, the infrastructure bill. This is the the activity that got the Dow over twenty thousand was when the Democrats released or proposed their own trillion dollar in infrastructure spend. By the way, that's a ten year plan. So that's a hundred billion dollars a year. What most people don't realize, because that sounds like a lot, is like this year the government spent about 60 to 70 billion in infrastructure. So they're looking at an increase of 30 to 40 billion dollars. And I'm sitting there and I'm just looking at Mexico's remittance. That's 30 billion dollars. That's leaving the United States. That's wealth leaving the country. So I think, you know what, I, I don't know, I, I really do think uh, that, that uh, yeah, they're going to pay for it. Well, I wait to see this. Okay, so listen, if the liberal and the left side, okay, respond this way after the inauguration, how are they going to respond once action starts taking place and actual developers start putting foundation, all this stuff, and, you know, ground break to build this wall. But then the second part is, what? how are people going to respond when they physically see people being sent out of the country? That has, yeah, right. Where are right. the protests going to go there? Oh. I mean, the, I mean, because... Under, it's going to be nuts. It's going to be... And, and I don't understand what they're upset about. And, and again, obviously... Their thinking and my thinking are different. But here we are, we're talking about, hey, you know what? We need to secure the border. The reasons are obvious, right? It's not just terrorist attacks. It's not just that, let's face it, 
unfortunately, not everybody coming across the border is a saint. Uh, and then you think about the economic cost. Because all of these people, it's not like they're, they're coming across the, the border with their doctorates. No doubt about it. Right? right? They're coming across, they're uneducated, right? They're, they're the, you know, I get like the poor of wherever, whatever, whether it's Mexico or Central America, Latin America, wherever they're coming from. And they're going to need what? Housing assistance. They're going to put these their kids into the schools. They're going to, all of those things. And for the life of me, I don't understand how us saying, hey, you know what, that needs to stop, and we need to, whoever's coming, we need to know who they are, where they're coming from, and this and that and all the other stuff. I don't understand it. Why they're so upset. Why is that a horrible thing? To want to know, to vet people. Yeah. Yeah. Why is that a horrible thing? And then the ones that are here that broke the law and that are in this country illegally... Sending them back. Why is that a horrible thing? Why is there a process? Why is there even a debate about it? Why is there a debate about it? Well, and here's why. Because uh, apparently half this country doesn't believe that, and they're throwing a hissy fit over their failed female presidential candidate's bid, you know, with bomb threats and foul-mouthed grants, and they're saying they're marching to end hate by hating everything. Okay? It's shameful. They are saying they are marching to end hate and this this fascist state with hate. And it is a double standard and a hypocrisy that they're just spreading. And, and I'm just here to tell you, I really find it that um, if they are... This way, I think we're still in for more of this. Uh, I mean, what's the next march? You know, I you're really right, believe it's right. going to start when action takes place, when the foundation of, of the pipeline it really begins from North Dakota, when the wall starts getting dug, when the trenches get dug to pour that mud, to raise the wall down in Yuma, Arizona, or, or any part of Arizona, Texas, whatever it is, what are they going to do? What you bring up a great gonna, point. What action? When what? they first, when that first, uh, that first bus rolls back into into Mexico with people that are being deported, what's going to happen? So you're saying it's going to get worse? I, I, I don't. I, you know, when you sit there and you look forward and go, okay, we were marching because he was saying he's going to do these things. When he actually puts words into action, and I think you know what, if anybody doubted him, I don't think they doubt him right now. Well, I think, you I mean, shouldn't. right? You shouldn't. This is a man of action. This is a CEO running a country like a business now, and I believe the action that will be taken is going to have its consequences. And so, what they fear in martial law, what they fear in in uh, more more uh, military presence, more police presence. That's going to come to fruition with their behavior because so far they haven't necessarily been peaceful. No. We're, and no. I'm, I really believe that this government and this administration will only tolerate so much more of this vandalism, this uh, uh, um, uh, march against you know citizens. I who think pay you bring taxes. up a great point. You're thinking, hey, it's all, they're going to get. It's going to get worse. It's not it's, going to get gonna, easier. It's going to get worse. It, but but I'll tell you this: they they 
and, and the Michael Moores of the world, right? Who the the Madonnas of the world? Okay, one of these guys is going to step over line, and it's going to be, and it could be Madonna because I was watching this yesterday. She has lined herself up to be arrested. Does she even live here anymore? But my point is, who cares right? what she thinks? That's my whole point. I don't even think she lives. I think she lives in England, right? Stay there. Exactly. But you know what? It's really easy for a rich, elitist <laughs> white woman to stand on a podium and tell all of these liberal people, hey, let's blow up the White House. Just not. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, just from an economic standpoint. Thirty, almost thirty billion U.S. dollars a year leaves the United States to Mexico through remittance. Some of those people obviously are here legally. A lot of them are not here legally. Then you throw in and you add on the cost, right, to send their kids to school, to put them in a, uh, in an apartment or the housing assistance, to feed, to feed them, to clothe them. And now you're you're sitting there and you're thinking about, hey, there's another thirty billion. Oh, now all of a sudden it's fifty, sixty, seventy, eighty, hundred billion dollars we're spending on this thing, and it's got to hit. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily look at the significant issues of our time from an experienced conservative perspective. Sponsored by Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, this broadcast continues the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly and stands against forces that deny freedom of religion, slander America, and would redefine the family. Now, from the Phyllis Schlafly Center Studios, here's Ryan Haidt. Progressive liberals have made it their goal to erase or rewrite nearly every event that gives a positive view of American history. Liberal universities all over the nation have largely ignored many life-saving advances of the Industrial Revolution so they can focus instead on slavery. They forget about the fall of communism so they can teach their students more about the poor treatment of Native Americans. They ignore the good and highlight the bad. In short, these universities have made it a part of their curriculum to convince students to hate America. Of course, we should never forget the dark parts of American history altogether. It is important for us to learn from the mistakes of our past so that we do not make those same mistakes again. However, it would be an equally grave mistake for us to keep the bad but throw out the good. This is exactly what Columbia University in New York City has chosen to do. Officials from the school dedicated a new plaque that is located in a prominent place on campus. The plaque honors the Native Americans who were subjected to so-called displacement and dispossession as a result of the colonization of Manhattan Island. However, just like liberal educators are so fond of doing, the plaque makes no mention of the fact that the land was sold to the colonists on mutual terms. The land was not taken by force, as the plaque implies. Liberals like to point out that the island was purchased for only $700 worth of goods in today's currency. However, that's what the land was worth at the time. It was nothing but undeveloped swampland before the Dutch got there in the 1600s. The value of Manhattan today is reflected by the development that was put into it by the colonists, not by the original worth of the undeveloped land four centuries ago. We need to stop teaching our kids that America is not a great nation with a strong heritage. Although we've certainly made our fair share of mistakes, we have still created a great nation where anyone can succeed and prosper, regardless of their race, gender, wealth, or ancestry. 
This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. On the blog at pseagles.com, you are invited to take a stand against those who would mock traditional values, slander America, or try to redefine the family. pseagles.com is your site to speak from the heart, ask questions, and get honest feedback. Won't you join the conversation at pseagles.com? Thanks for listening, and join us again next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. I gotta love our customers. You guys are, we got the best customers. They, 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 we had emails, one of them called and said, hey, can you tell that dummy that you could, you know, in a pinch, use a paper towel or, you know, you could use something else for the filter. Never entered my mind. And, and of course, I'm just laughing because, you know, women are better than us. Oh, there's no question about that. They're totally better than us. Uh, I, I, I agree 100% with them, actually, to go along with that. I don't know if you know this, but Donald Trump just signed two more. Uh, well, this it, it's illegal now to do CrossFit and to be a vegan. Why? <laughs> because he does neither. You cannot eat meat, people. You know, I got I a little question. protein. I got a question for all of these protesters. Protester question. What are you going to do when we have to cut Social Security benefits? What are you going to do when we got to cut the pension benefit that we promised everybody? What are you going to do when the government comes in and says, you know what, we're going to borrow some of that money that's in your retirement accounts, but don't worry, we're going to give you some non-marketable securities in their place. Right? Well, you're going to protest on that as well, and of course, then you'll ask, well, why do we have to do Because we're broke, because we spent all this money allowing anybody and anybody to come willy-nilly into this country. I mean, it's a dollars and cents problem. Did it matter a hundred years ago? No. Why? Because <laughs> we really didn't have any debt. You know, when my great-grandparents came over, they both were sponsored. Okay? They were sponsored by some another Italian that was already here. And, you know, they came over on the boat, and they went to Ellis Island. Like just about, you know, the the old way you used to think about it. And they signed, in matter of fact, you know, Ancestry.com. Have you you seen those commercials, right? That stuff actually does. We, we did it. The family tree Yeah, stuff. the family tree It's thing. gotten so advanced that you they can actually send you a uh, kit where you send your blood to them. Well, yeah, that's getting me right, yeah. I'll probably find out, like... That's some advanced so, stuff right there. Both of both my mom's side and my dad's side came from Italy. My mom, they were the Del Nero's. My father's side, we were the Giaquintos. Ellis Island decided, eh, that's too hard. Right, here's a new name. Take the O off, take the G-I, make it a J. There you go, on your way. And, uh, you know, we actually got the 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 ship's log 
or I don't know if it's the ship log or the Ellis Island log. And like Captain Kirk. Yeah, when they Captain got, you know, log. there you, you see my grand, great-grandfather's name, right, and where he was going and who his sponsor was. And, and uh, America, we didn't have any debt then. Right? We didn't have the population that we had now, right? And we were we were truly, uh, you know, it was this, the whole new world thing, right? And, and and this was a place where we could afford to do those things. We can't afford it anymore. We just can't. I mean, the debt is twenty trillion dollars, and. Just one country. You think Mexico is the only place that has remittance? I bet you the remittance bill, when you total up all of the countries, is probably about $50 billion. $50 billion that was earned here but not spent here. These are not tourists. They're not coming over here to go visit the Grand Canyon. I know. What are we going to do today, kids? I've got an idea. Let's pack up all our stuff and let's go on a hike. And we're going to hike through the desert to go visit the Grand Canyon. No. And then what happens when they're here is they when they actually do start making money, they start sending it home. And now you were stuck, and we're talking about things that are going to happen, and I don't know what you marchers are marching about. Because these are the choices they're playing, and they're simple. Matter of fact, Donald Trump's one uh, what this budget guy's already saying, hey, listen, we need to cut Social Security benefits. Nobody's listening. We need to cut the pension benefits. Nobody's listening. And so really, when you start thinking about all of the things, we're talking about economics here. Why do we want the jobs back? Because the jobs that left were a whole lot better than the jobs these people are doing now. Matter of fact, as we know, 95 million people aren't in the workforce. They aren't doing a job. It's not because we're mean. I'm going to take my ball and I'm going to go home. That's not what this is about. You know, and Homer said, hey, we've got a CEO acting as the president, right? He's running the country like it's a business. And people don't know how to take it. Listen, Donald Trump knows, guess what? I've got Mexico. They can cry all they want, but this has to get done. Because their number one natural resource is remittance from the United States. 
And then you start thinking about how many other countries is that the, the fact? Right? We start thinking about, you know, like like uh, Guatemala and Chile and, and all of these other Central America, Nicaragua, Panama, and all these other. How many other countries is that the same? And if it's not number one, it's number two or number three. And then you start thinking about all of the debts that we're running. Why do we? Why are we running them? Think about we haven't run a trade surplus in five decades. Five decades. Not even one time. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. As promised, there was a bunch of economic data out today. We're going to go through it uh, quickly here. First time jobless claims uh, was much higher than expected. They're expecting 245,000, uh, 259, 259,000 people uh, lined up for unemployment benefits for the first time um, this week. So that was a, a number, and, and let's face it, even 259, you know, they'll tell you, and historically they're right, that's a pretty low number. But it's really not, when you think about it, there's 95 million people not in the workforce anymore. And, of course, really, when you really think about the fact of how the new economy is, a lot of people are, you know, there's the contract temporary, all of these things that don't allow for unemployment benefits to be filed to begin with. Oh, but still, worse than expected. New home sales. This was the worst number. Uh, fell double digits percentage-wise, over almost 11% down in December. The I want to say it was the second lowest month of the year. And new home prices were $322,000 was the average price of a new home, uh, 322,000 new home sales, down 10%. But the bigger news of the day, GDP's coming out, uh, it may be tomorrow, fourth quarter GDP. I'm going to surprise everybody today. We're going to get a good number. I don't know if it'll be 3%, but it'll be above 2 all of it going in, I don't know, not all of it, but a big part of that was wholesale inventories for December came out. And I don't know if it was a record. It was it was either an all-time record or a number, an increase that we haven't seen for quite a long time, and it all had to do with automobiles. The number of automobiles that got built that did not get sold jumped by almost 10%. That is going to reflect, that is going to be a positive number for GDP for the fourth quarter. We're going to pay for that positivity significantly in the first and second quarters, but I think now they're saying inventories of cars is you know going back towards where it was. Remember when the crash happened and nobody bought a car? They, that's exactly right. Nobody bought, bought, nobody bought no a car. No one bought a car. And, and so the uh, that was a plus number. 
That was a big plus number. Unfortunately, it's not how you'd like to see it. But nonetheless, those were the three big pieces of economic data that were out. Uh, PMI was out as well. Uh, that was in line. And, and I, there was one other one, a smaller one. Uh, uh, the economic leading indicators came out as well. And uh, th- those were the, the big news. But the big news, I guess, of the day had to be the, the home sales. Uh, new home sales fell, like I said, almost 11%. Apparently, you know, like I said, higher interest rates is not going to be good for houses. And then the other one that really was is been interesting, they're talking about the malls. So remember, I've been talking, where, what is going to happen to all these malls? And uh, CNBC, there is a big report out today that they're saying that the United States now has hundreds of malls, which they they consider to be what they're saying, C-level malls. C-level, like, you know, just like we got A, B, C. C-level malls are malls which they say are getting ready to be insolvent. And they say that the number of malls that are at the point of getting to, needing to be, I guess, liquidated or go under, they're not going to be able to pay on their note because all of that stuff is borrowed money, is in the hundreds. And then they said that really 20% of all the malls, so think about all the malls, right? You just start thinking about your town, and where you live, and all this mall, that mall, and this. Only 20% of them derive over 75% of all the business. So essentially, the other 80% of all the malls only do less than 25% of all the business. What does that tell you? All the other malls are in trouble. Yeah. Big time trouble. All the other malls are in trouble. I don't know what's going to go in them. But I don't know. I, I mean, we did that. Remember that mall in Pittsburgh that sold for $100? I do remember that. It was built only 11 years ago. It, you know, because when you think about it, you think like like here in town, we got this Metro Center Mall, right? That thing's been there forever. And there's there've been tearing parts of it down and... And there's hardly any stores even in it and, and all of that stuff. And they're trying to redevelop. But we're talking a lot of these malls. They're not 30, 40, 50 years old. They're 5 and 10 and 15 years old. Malls that were once valued for at $190 million sell at auction for 100 bucks. I, I just I'm I'm curious how all of these things and this is like I said this is a dollar and cents thing you know Donald Trump he knows this we need to be we need to go back to work we need to have better incomes right everybody we need more money Patriot Radio News Hour final statement on a Thursday. Final segment on this 
Thursday. Uh, profit taking going on in gold. Gold's down twelve at eleven eighty five. Silver's down a quarter, sixteen dollars seventy five cents. Uh, we shipped out our very the first round of twenty seventeen silver eagles. Uh, if you're looking at uh, those are now in, they're live, they're ready to roll. Uh, we've got our next shipment of of them coming in. Uh, Next week, they should be here. My guess would be Wednesday or Thursday of next week. Um, and you can pick up rolls of U.S. Silver Eagles. They come 20 in a roll. They're in their in the mint tubes. Uh, and they're going to run you $415 a roll. You get 21-ounce U.S. Silver Eagles, 395 in their mint tubes. Uh at four fifteen, you know that's five bucks less than yesterday. Uh, so take advantage of of the pullback. Uh, U.S. ten dollar liberties at six fifty, twenty dollar liberties twelve ninety five. I mean these are these premiums are so low right now. If you have the means, take advantage. You don't. It's not often you get to buy this close to the spot price. It just doesn't last. And so these are one of those things. It's one of those market anomalies. You know, everybody's waiting to see, right? Half the country's waiting for Trump to, to what, fall on his face, right? Then the other half's waiting for, well, the other half right now, right? They're like, see, told you. He's going to take action. He's going to get it done. And and everyone's still waiting. We don't know exactly how's it all going to work out, right? You know, half the country still believes all of these things are going to be the what the worst thing ever they're panicking right and i don't i don't get it i don't understand it because really it's it's not a uh a hate thing right it's not a it, it, it has nothing to do with the color of somebody's skin this has to do with simple economics we just can't afford it and, and the realities are, is, you know, if, if he can bring back 10 million jobs, 20 million jobs, and they all pay, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars, right? <laughs> I mean, that's kind of what you'd almost need, right? The minimum wage, forget it, you know, we, you know people get all upset about $10 and $12 and $15. Ten years from now, I, I don't even know what the minimum is. 30, 40? It's going to be something like that. Because it's just not payable. And when you think about now all of a sudden, I read a, a thing where they're saying that 79% of Americans support a cut to Social Security. Did you see that? And I'm like, who did they call? Obviously, they didn't call anybody over the age of 65. <laughs> It, it, well, it's happening. It's going to happen. And I'll tell you what, uh, this is just the beginning of all of this. Uh, uh, like I said, action just getting started. Just getting started, and, and I think you're right. When they start seeing the results of some of the action, it's going to get worse. 
I wait to see if any of them will come around and say, well, man, I was wrong. He, he well, they, you don't think that'll happen? I don't think that'll happen. Pedro Radio News Hour. Call us, 800-951-0592. We'll talk to everybody tomorrow. Take care. Thank you.